thanks for coming back. Welcome to You Have Stories. You Have Stories is a simple statement that carries a lot of weight and maybe even some responsibilities. Your stories matter. For most people, history ends up being dates, places, events, maybe even a unpleasant memory from back in high school or college history classes. It's true, history is made up of details and facts about the past. I want to dig into this a little bit deeper. True history is made up of stories. We all know the big stories. Civil War, World War II, landing a man on the moon. How about the date that is permanently etched in all of our memories, 9-11? That's a big story. I'm going to try to convince you that true history and the most interesting history is made up of those small stories from individuals, people like you and me. Example, on May 20th, 1862, President Lincoln signed the Homestead Land Act. This proclamation gave any person 21 years of old who is the head of a family 160 acres of land so they could try their hand at farming. If they built a house and lasted for five years, the land would be theirs free and clear. Now, it was estimated that almost 600,000 men, women, and children packed up their belongings and headed west to seek their fortune. Think about that for a moment. All of those stories from those adventurous pioneers. Sadly, most of the first-person accounts have been lost to time, or most likely, they were never documented in the first place. Like so many others, one family headed west looking for a better life. In the back of one of those wagons was a seven-year-old little girl taking it all in. The good times, the bad times, the hardship, and the rewards. Almost half a century later, in her 60s now, that little girl went back into those distant memories and wrote them down. Laura Ingalls Wilder, from those memories, brought us The Little House on the Prairie. Years later, she was asked, why did she do it? Her answer was simple. So I wouldn't forget the stories. Laura's tales of everyday life turned into a five-volume set of life on the American frontier. It's now considered one of the classics of American literature. These books were translated into dozens of languages. They have been turned into documentaries, stage shows, and even a long-running television show back in the 1980s. All of this took place over a hundred years after the original events happened. Everyone has a story. You especially have a story to tell. We're going to explore this together. Like Laura Ingalls Wilder, we're going to try to go back into those distant memories to see if we can find our stories. There may not be a best-selling book in your future or a Ken Burns documentary about your life, but those stories are still important. 
This series is going to take us step-by-step step through the process of tracking down our stories. In the upper Midwest where I live, weather is king. We have four distinct seasons with temperature ranging from 110 degrees in the summer to over 40 below zero in the winter. With those range of temperatures, you also have violent weather patterns, thunderstorms, tornadoes, and blinding blizzards. Thanks to the diligence of farmers, soldiers, housewives, we have an unbroken record of Minnesota weather going back as far as the 1830s. These are people like you and me, just simply documenting their day-to-day -day lives. Along the way, they captured many other events and details in their journals. Early in our marriage, we took a trip down to southeastern Minnesota to visit the home place and my wife's grandmother. Over afternoon coffee, we talked about the family and what it was like when she was our age. She brought out a journal that had belonged to a distant relative. We poured over the pages looking for any kind of treasures we could find from the past. Notes on weather, crop reports, along with their trips to town seemed to be the main theme of this document. These were simple notes tracking this family's life at their North Dakota homestead. As we skimmed over the pages, one almost took our breath away. Again, it was a simple recording of facts, like every other day-to-day -day event. In a few simple sentences, they stated that they would need to build a casket because their child had died that day. That's a story. That journal entry may be the only remaining record of that death. What happened? What were they feeling after this devastating loss? We will never know. To be honest, we're even lucky to know this much. Time is ruthless. Facts, details, stories are so easily lost and forgotten. One of my favorite authors is the biographer David McCullough. In one of his masterpieces, he looks at the life of John Adams. In an interview, McCullough describes the research phase of his writing process. He pours over letters, journals, courthouse records, library shelves, newspaper archives, hunting for stories and details from the past. Soon a picture starts to develop as to who John Adams was and what it was like to live in America in the 1700s. I keep saying it, but you have stories. What is it like to live in your life and times? You do have stories to tell your great-great-grandchildren. A hundred years from now, people will be wondering what it was like to live in the 2020s. You owe it to your family to leave a legacy that tells the story of your life. You don't need to be a John Adams or a JFK. They never experienced the world you're living in. That's important to remember. You are the only one that can tell your story. What you've seen, who you've met, 
what you believe about your place in time. So there you go. That's what this series is about. Together, we are going to try to hunt down and document our life and our stories. It's confession time. I'm playing catch up. I've always wanted to journal and I have for the most part done pretty well over the past 50 years or so. The problem is I have never been consistent. I was not disciplined enough to keep it going. Looking back over my journals, I found gaps as long as two to three years with nothing written down. Major events of my life and there's nothing written. Those journals will be helpful, but to be honest, I really need to start from scratch on this. I hope I've piqued your interest. So let's get this adventure started. We need to find our all-important why. Why should we do this? Here's your assignment. What is your why? Why is it important for you to tell the stories of your life? Spend some time with this question. Believe me, there are many possible answers. You're looking for the one that will help you stick with it and keep going. Have fun, and we'll see you next time on You Have Stories.